thought we were doing the mime show. Always a hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. uh, that's, uh, you know, a fan favorite everywhere. That's a, a ratings grab if there ever was one. It's just, just before the Macarena hour. And then the musical. Right. But it's Tuesday night. It's about 9 o'clock. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. How's everybody doing? Uh, we'll be right back with you. We're going to get to the definitive G.I. Joe character list for 1989 later tonight. But uh, first, you must listen to our kick-ass theme song. We'll be right back. That's not nope. good. Yep. What's not your good? Mike died. Oh, your mic died. Your mic died for a second. But you're back. All right, good. I was just going to say, pardon me if uh, if thing if I sound like I'm I'm waiting for things to happen. I got a lot of windows open on the nights we do these tier lists, <laughs> so there's a lot of lag, lots of lag. But, uh, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of GI Joe, and uh, as you can see, we got a full house tonight. It's our, our first night without the services of Joe Colton, who was off on maternity leave. And so joining us in her stead is our, we, we had to go the first week. You got to go with our normal, our normal sub, our regular guy. Uh, you may know him as Biff McConkey Dunk, but he is in actuality, uh, Phil Donnelly of Articulated Points. Big happy. Hey! Hey! <laughs> and they tell me about this Joe person, but I've never seen her. The king right. of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome aboard. If you're joining us from uh, the Hood of Cobra Commander 788 show, uh, which was on previously, uh, we appreciate his uh, graciousness in in, uh, in in plugging us before he comes. He, he goes on, on on his show every night. And, and if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, next week at 8 o'clock Eastern time, go over to the Hood of Cobra Commander 788 channel and watch his live stream before ours. It's a, it's a solid three-hour block of, of, of G.I. Joe chatter. Can't beat it. Blabber. <laughs> but uh, here in the top row, he is the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. I got to say, uh, for all you parents out there, the uh, I've learned the trick to making your kids put their dishes in the dishwasher is to start your podcast. Uh, and then that's exactly the time to smash some dishes around. So oh, yeah, appreciate that. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting the side eye. From uh, from little Miss Weber, right? Oh, guy, the evil yeah. eye. Eh, I probably deserved it. It's fine. Tell her to bring it. Yeah, exactly. She's gonna throw the dog at me, which is exactly yeah. what I don't need. Our click pens are in, so we can we can counter Ooh. that noise. Look at this. We're well armed now. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea, Biz, but. It's a dog attack. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's fair. I had that coming. 
that's as close as the dog wants to get to me anyway. So, right. I mean, the dog isn't barking at you, so that's a positive. Yeah, because I'm not a uh, not a uh, mailman, not a Amazon guy, not a FedEx guy, and not the very nice religious couple with their pamphlet who came by and, and got the hell scared out of them the other day. Well, I don't know about the hell scared out of them. But well, well, cheaper, cheaper than heck. exorcism. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to provide some sound effects for tonight. That's that's right, what I'm doing. Right. Ambiance. Yeah. In the, in, the bottom, radio. in the bottom row, he is a man without a show. Uh, but hey, we'll we'll keep letting him hang around anyway. It's rack time, Rob. Hello, I'm on vacation. Right, it's spring break in Rob's world, so his uh, that shiftless layabout joke is on point this week. Oh, wow. yeah. Premier service. Oh, she loves me. Be sure to tip your waitress. Absolutely. Thank you, Biz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, 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 Rob, on a scale of one to eight billion, how bad did you need spring break? Uh, nine billion. Okay, fair enough. Figured. So, Mark, I know you're you're the one that's going to have strong opinions on this. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the one match that Racktime Rob was interested in went very well, so he's he's cool with it. Your your brief thoughts on WrestleMania 39 this past weekend? My favorite Shane McMahon match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no fan of Shane O'Mac, right? But I, I you got to feel bad for the guy doing that. Uh, no, I don't. not at all, really. Although I've the the word is he's actually a pretty cool guy that people get along with him. But for the most part, yeah. Yeah, and he's tough as hell, obviously. But the idea that he can just want just dance down to the ring and take incredible risks because he gets the next ten months off paid before his next opportunity to make the rank and file wrestlers look weak by comparison to the owner's son. Uh never been never been a fan of that shtick. Can't believe that ever the fans ever got behind that. But yeah, when he when he went down to the dreaded leapfrog. <laughs> Once upon a time, when he earned that respect, he was a full-timer. Yeah, he was not doing house shows. And there's no way. But uh, nah. but uh, yeah, the, 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 the popped quad, man, that's a tough one. That's a big mm. injury. Going to be a while. He'll probably take the next nine, ten months off, <laughs> like, like usual. Um, let's hope but, it's nine, ten years. Or, yeah, exactly, right? He's 53. Come on. Right. Go home, Grandpa. Go home. You're good. You have kids. They're almost grown. You spend some time. I felt um, bad because when he came on the screen, when that match started, I, I said to the TV, go home, grandpa. No one wants to see you. And then he instantly hit the ground. Right. I was like, oh, oh, no, I've when, done it again. Whenever they play his music, I'm like, oh, not this guy. Like, uh, so I was happy about that. Overall, I thought I thought it was a, a really good two nights. I enjoyed it, uh, but I thought nothing came close to Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. I just thought that was a fantastic match. So that's my that was my favorite match of the weekend. I thought it was a great match, and I but the terrible build puts it just a half a step below that intercontinental title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was I'm, that was the best. I'm not a huge fan of triple threats. I think they're rarely better than one on one matches. But yeah, that worked. Yeah, that that was because they didn't they didn't bog it down with stupid high spots. Yeah. 
They they just like their their solution to hey, there's an extra guy in the match was to hit more things. Right. So that you can't I can't argue with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that from a you know it, the rare yeah. the rare situation where the predecessor to that match, which was the awesome Gunther versus Sheamus from Class of the Castle last year, uh, the, the, that set the bar very high for that match, and they actually got over. Yeah, so and, I was, and that was my match of the weekend. And while the trend in in pro wrestling is for more high spots and high flying and flips and uh, dangerous stuff, uh, if you watch the competition this weekend. Uh, but it shows there's still a place for two guys just beating the hell out of each other. Three yeah, guys, well, actually. I, I love that stuff, but I, I love it in the in the realm of the match. Like when when you have to stop the match for 15 seconds to set up your really cool looking move. Yeah, it, it, just, it takes me out of it every time, and yep. I think that's part of where the competition fails. Um, because it's it's the rare set of guys that can do that. Like Death Triangle wants to come out and do the craziest shit you've ever seen. I'm in because those guys are incredible. They're the best mm -hmm. at what they do, but that they're, they're like the only ones, right? Dante Martin would disagree, but, right. uh, <laughs> but beyond, but beyond, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But all in all, it, I had a good time. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Everybody, pretty much everybody's agreeing with that. Yeah. The figure six pack has, as the thoughts of a nation on his screen there, uh, night right. one was better than night two. Well, and, and Jeff Butler's got the, the and, most GI Joe tied. Right, the, the one from here. I, I saw that and instantly went to uh, shop or wweshop.com and and linked it up to our our Twitter. Yeah, uh, and uh, our pal Travis Moody of a toy kind of mood uh, has it bought the shirt. I think it was at night one, and he put up a pretty good shot of the file card on the back. Yeah, and the fi the file card is fabulous. Yeah, they got like, they, they 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 did their work on that one. Yeah, it's Cena. It's smart to wrestling, but it's also smart to Joe. And when it said he uh, he attended special training school for invisibility and something else, all right, well played, well, well played. done, well done. But uh, we don't we don't have uh, we don't have Joe Colton on board to to overreact to WrestleMania, so uh, that saves us <laughs> some time because we got a lot going on tonight. Oh yeah. A lot going on. We got uh, we got news. We got community calendar, and we got uh, the the definitive character tier list for 1989. So, uh, without any further ado, what do you say we get into community calendar? Ooh. I do. Community calendar. Those mushrooms big, are kicking in. I'm a big fan of that bouncing Cena. <laughs> that wasn't as psychedelic as some of the others. That, that might that might be my my new favorite in the clubhouse, thanks to that little chicken nugget in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to get a still of that and use it for promos. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it it plays it straight outside of that bottom corner where we've normally got Joe Colton. Is a little puppet chicken nugget. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just beautiful. I wonder how she's feeling that she got replaced by a chicken nugget. In, I, I like, mean, she's only been gone like three minutes. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> now, in fairness, she's been here for for going on seven years now, and that, like, that's a I, the reason I love that screen is because it's something that I would have done. So I'm sure <laughs> she's used to things in that. 
that uh, that mode by now. Anyways, coming up this Saturday. Get on the screen already. Good Lord. There we go. Oh, so much lag. Uh, but Toy Du Jour presents the G.I. Joe Creator signing event uh, in their fine, fine store full of vintage toys and other such knickknacks. Uh, our friends from After Action Report are there selling volume two of the After Action Report, Josh Egabine and Roger Taft. Uh, in addition, Josh Blaylock, Tim Seeley, and Sam Wells from Devil's Duel will be on hand. That is, again, at Toys Du Jour at 2532 West Fillerton in Chicago. Um at Sam's wonderful store, Toy Du Jour. Uh, copies of the book will be available for purchase, as you can see there in the graphic. Uh, very reasonable if you're if you're in the neighborhood. It's what twenty five cover price. Phil, come on, you got your bookcase right behind you. Where is it? Oh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> yes. Phil. you're out. Oh man, tough so, crowd. Anyways, we got to let me get Phil back in here because that's going to take probably mm. half an hour. Um, if you're anywhere around Chicago this weekend, go on up the, the day before Easter, uh, say Hey to Roger and, and Josh. And if you mention what's on Joe mind, they will give you the illustrious 0% discount, right? They are more likely to return your hugs than Dave Draper. So <laughs> that's true. So I'm pretty, them. pretty sure this is at 1060 West Addison street though. No, no, that's pretty uh, sure. that's where my uncle Buckford lives. Pretty sure. 1060 West Addison. It's Big on park. Lower Wacker Drive. <laughs> Big parking lot. All right. There's there's no statue of Richard Pryor, but there was is. Was there a, perhaps a dapper fellow in a black suit who gave you that address? <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> there is a, there is that Picasso. <laughs> Anyways. It's just across from the Honorable Richard M. Daly Plaza. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, next week on Saturday, we got uh, the super toy event in Canfield, Ohio at the Ooh. fairgrounds. Um, they are on Facebook. Let's visit super toy events there for more. It is 10 to four, $5 admission. Uh, parking is free from what I understand. It's been Looks a like week. It's, been a week. Like it's sponsored by 93.3. The wolf. <laughs> we'll go with that. And high five. Ghost. <laughs> I do like that He-Man has shown actual size and that apparently Snake Eyes has been working out because looks like he's going to about to cream the Hulk. Well. That's why you don't make Snake Eyes mad. I guess. Go all Mega Ninja on you. Right? The lead up to that fight hasn't been any good though, right? The trash talk has been almost non-existent. <laughs> A couple of grunts and some hand signals that we can't tell right? <laughs> Right. That'd be awesome if you just walked in and just flipped the birds. <laughs> this is how I communicate. Devil do The glass crash, and yeah, there you go. Right. Meanwhile, the Ninja Turtle looks like a piece of the Hulk that fell off. <laughs> so if if we're done, uh, if we're done criticizing the the. The, the artwork will uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm done. Okay, good. All right. Want to make sure we get it all out. Wait, 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 no, wait. I almost lost him in Optimus. One of the Spider-Men is up there. 
I don't want to go back and then have to come back to it. So let's just get it all which, out of my system now. Which Spider-Man is that, Mike? I have a hard time keeping. I'm, you know, I'm not going to acknowledge this. I, you, you haven't even watched the movie, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Not going to indulge you on that. Which one? I've seen it's a lot the, of Spider-Man movies. So it's the one with the suit. Clearly. Oh, okay. The one with the suit. Okay. Spider clown. No, nobody who's a Cyclops fan gets to criticize out across the Spider Verse. Nobody, not one. The new one has more Spider Man. I hear a whole um, lot more. I, I think it's got different Spider Man. They're not. Well, I hope. I should hope so. If they were all the same, it'd be boring. There's right. a Spider Horse. Oh, I hope so. To go there with is. the Spider it's in trailer. To go with the Spider Pig. It's the Legion of Spider Pets. I, I really, I think Spider Pig from The Simpsons has to be in this movie at this point, doesn't he? Isn't that mandatory at this point? I would assume. Wrong I mean, studio, still, it's probably a licensing thing, right? So what uh, if Firefly is wondering is, am I, am I drinking a Dusty Rhodes flavored drink? And God, I would hope such a thing would never exist. I hope but no, not. This is Dr. Pepper Zero with cream soda. Oh, there you go. That's what I've got going on. Which is what would come out of that weird pink growth on Dusty's stomach if he squeezed it correctly. <laughs> that's, you, you know, that's pure mellow yellow, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's pure mellow yellow. Same thing that comes out of Cody's horns when he squeezes them. Yeah. Come on now. Just threw up a little bit in my mouth. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Once you see it, you'll never unsee it. Oh. Poor guy got himself wrecked by Brock Lesnar last night. You give, oh, him, give him a yeah. break. He's, I think that's what, that's what Brock was trying to do. Right. <laughs> he was trying to give give him several breaks. Anyways, uh, Firefly has no regrets suggesting that now. And, there we go. Nor, nor should you, sir. Well done. Next up is the Greater Adirondack Toy and Comic Show. Uh, we've had Look, this one built for a while. We've had this one built for a while. Shut up, Phil. Uh, because it's the first <laughs> appearance of Lisa Raggio, the voice of Zorana. It's her first appearance on the Toy and Comic Show circuit. So uh, be be sure to get out and be nice to her, for God's sake. Don't scare her off. It's 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 rare that somebody stayed in hiding this long. Right. They don't all get what's on Joe Mine to lure them out of, of of hiding. They don't all get that opportunity. So she'll be nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can get more details at the Greater Adirondack Toy and Comic Show.com. And yeah, that, that's a mouthful. But there it is down at the bottom of the page. $5 admission. I don't know if dealer, dealer tables are still available or not. It's an old graphic at this point. Whatever. I would, uh, uh, I'd like to thank Diana Davis for the batting practice fastball down there. Right, uh, we're gonna go ahead and throw this up. Where uh, <laughs> are you? Fuck with Especially, hey, hey Phil, if yeah. you were coming home from WrestleMania at SoFi Stadium, what way would you go? Well, I would probably take the one ten to the seven ten to the ninety one. The ninety one, ninety one would be jammed. Should be jammed. Actually, it's the one hundred five to the six hundred five, but you know who's counting. I, I'm actually wondering who's clicking their pen because it's not me. Oh, and you've got all the pens. I put them all back in the box. Mm. So it must be Rob, because he's doing something deliberately annoying. <laughs> oh, there you go. He did is invincible. Give, did you give him a pen? What? I mean, there's a big open box of them. You can just take a pen. That's all so you, man. Pen maintenance. 
I mean, I, I can also just mute him. Oh, that's a good so, point. I mean, right there. Hey, go ahead. Knock yourself out, Rob. There you go. Get it all out, Rob. <laughs> He's in the echo chamber. <laughs> the five was, in fact, <laughs> jam. Jam. I bet. Man, the five's always jam. That's nothing big. That's nothing new. I don't think WrestleMania had a whole lot to do with it. You had to take Rodeo all the way up to Marina Del Rey. Right. Don't even try Alhambra. Oh, no. Or Fountain. Also on April 30th, it's Toy Pa, loser. New location at the AHN Sports Complex in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Admission is $5. $10 for VIP gets you in an hour early uh, on 11 to 4 on 30th of April, visit Toy Palooza on Facebook for more details or purchase tickets online at toypalooza.com. Apparently, it's located in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, who was it last week that said that there needs to be a Toy Palooza in, in Massachusetts? <laughs> I think it was Jeff Butler. Yeah, I don't know about that. You just get a bunch of mass holes. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's a your real thing, man. So. It's a real thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyways, if you're in Matt Rubin's neck of the woods, uh, be sure to check out Toy Palooza out there in Pittsburgh. Uh, they seem to have a show every five weeks in, in the Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania area. Uh, it's a hotbed. So clearly, clearly they're doing something right. Go to Pramonti Brothers. Get yourself a sandwich served on wax paper. Yeah, it's true. Stuffed with coleslaw and french fries. Yeah, That's right. No, Pramonti Brothers, like, I, I like them, but I have to say that they're one of the few places that will give me heartburn. Yeah, I was, they looked at me funny when I said, could I get it without coleslaw? And they're like, heathen. And then whatever. <laughs> Like when I ordered when I ordered the bacon double cheeseburger in Green Bay and asked them to hold the butter. Well, that's on here. Like, did they chase you out of town? They thought I was weird. I'm like, it's a bacon double cheeseburger. I don't think I need the square of butter on top of it. Turns out everyone else in my group got the butter on their burger. Yeah, so. and it helps it all kind of slide down and slide out. Right. So that way it doesn't clog up the arteries. I'm not going to argue with with uh, Pennsylvania native uh, Matt Rubin, but I, when I when I ate there the one time I was uh, visiting Pittsburgh, when they dropped it over my head on wax paper and it just went <clears throat> in front of me, the presentation needed a little work. Just saying. I uh, I can't say I've been to one in Pittsburgh. I'd only been to uh, they used to have one in uh, Dayton, Ohio, and I've been to that one. Uh, one of the many times we got out to to hang with uh, the the Roma folks and noted author James Cavanaugh. There you go. But um, Nick Adams with an anecdote. I used to wrestle around with my brothers. First time I hurt my back was when I tried to hit them with a chair. Probably shouldn't have tried to use the recliner. And that is that's sage sage wisdom. Yes, from the voice of experience. Honestly, how did you miss Superhead though? I mean. I, I mean, he didn't say he missed. He just said. Yeah, I guess sure. uh, figure six pack says, uh, you think that's weird? Try adding butter to your coffee. And I'll, I'll vouch for that, actually. It's, actually, it's not bad. Ooh, I'm not, not a good either. I'm not a coffee drinker, but it adds kind of a, kind of takes the edge off. Nothing better than a greasy film on your coffee. That That is the downside of it. 
you can't add too much. Otherwise, it gets kind of gross kind of quick. But a little. If I wanted that kind of stuff, I'd go to Jersey. <laughs> little touch. I thought the downside of it was that it's still coffee. Right. I mean, that kind of is. Yeah. We're not a coffee crowd on this show, are we? New. It's Joe Colton. And even then, it's she's more of a Starbucks fan. So she likes coffee, you know, froofy drinks that kind of yeah. have coffee pass through them, but not actual coffee. One of my dad's best lines was, there's two kinds of coffee, black and ruined. So <laughs> he was always disappointed that I wasn't. Uh, I don't know if he was disappointed because it meant more coffee for him. But right. Black and ruined. Black and ruined. Absorbid says, uh, I live on coffee. And uh, clearly it's not sleep because we've seen some of your work. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> thank you for those. We appreciate them. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's a couple more that are in the hopper waiting to come on. I got to figure out which of the old ones I want to take off first. They're fueled by more than caffeine, I think. The favorite dreams of a madman. <laughs> God bless him. He understands the show. He understands us. And coming up on May 7th, it's another edition of the Toy Man Show out in uh, Bridgeton, Missouri. Uh, out in the machine saw two stories full of toy dealers uh, with stuff going back to the 20s and 30s all the way up to today. Uh, you can visit them at toymanshow.com or on Facebook. There's usually guests and an artist alley and all kinds of cool stuff going on at Toy Man. Uh, remember, if you see Dave Draper, be sure to hug him with our regards. Uh, tell them what's on your mind sent you and they will probably look at you funny. Uh, yeah. Another installment of the Dave Draper hug drive. Hey, naughty boys need love too. <laughs> I don't know about naughty. Certainly grumpy. Yeah. Yeah, grumpy. Grumpier, grumpier yeah, took a turn. We, man. Weird, weird <laughs> that he gets grumpier with every hug. <laughs> strange. So odd. When strangers just go up and attach themselves to him. And uh, there, too, admission, $5. Early birds, 15, gets you in an hour early at 8 o'clock. Uh, parking is abundant and free. If you can get four people to hug him at once and claim they're trying to form Voltron, you will win a prize. Oh, we, we need a photo. We'll need a photo. <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing the look on his face. Right? A couple oh of adults sitting on his feet. Uh, so Sean Russell, a, a, a close personal friend of Dave Draper, says, I'd use the word cantankerous, and I'd say that's accurate. It's accurate. I love we Dave. Love Make no mistake. He is he is a fine human being. Uh, one of my true favorites in this hobby. But uh, we have to, he, he gets the business every so often. He's got to get the business. There's no cant in cantankerous. Wait. Moving on. No, there isn't because the apostrophe is out. Oh, there you go. Also coming up on May 7th, it's the SoCal Joe Show. Uh, out in Temecula. That's another yes. $5 show uh, with Early Weird for 10 uh, This show always has some kind of uh, exclusive classified figure. This year they are teasing something to do with the October Guard. So uh, be sure to check them out on Facebook and stay on top of those details. So Joe will be out there. How would you get to Temecula, Joe? Uh, Phil? I would take the 91 of the 15, Mike. Mm, I don't know. 15 will be jammed. Yeah, yeah, it always is. Especially if you're trying to get back home, back onto the 91. It's, never, it's always jammed. Man. 
I don't know who planned California, but needs needs work. It's probably I'm told that our freeway system was only like sixty percent developed. <laughs> the plan was a lot more, and neighborhoods started fighting back. So, well, there you go. Stupid neighborhoods, right? Well, well mostly poor wanna, people. Just who because are they don't want houses, an expressway so. in their front yard, right? Not well, God forbid people <laughs> live somewhere. Watch out for poor people; they've got swords. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite poor and have no swords. So <laughs> you're truly poor. Yeah. That line is about two minutes before Will Ferrell kills the weatherman. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're a cosplayer, head on out to the show because it'll be free, along with children under ten. Um, SoCal like the parking. What's that now? Free like the parking. I I don't know. I would assume so, as it's in an embassy suites. I I don't know of any embassy suites that charge you for parking. They haven't charged us yet, so. All right. <laughs> don't give a, them any ideas, though. This is a Phil show, so Phil Phil would be the expert. I have been a few times. Yes. <laughs> you gonna be at this one? I'm planning on it. Yeah. All right. You gonna you know, take take pictures and. Uh, I usually take like one or two, but it's just like a bunch of people in a room. So <laughs> we could we could probably fake that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just get a get a bunch of folks uh, stand around, look like they're looking at a road map, and then superimpose the folks that we know are in California on their faces, and we could stage that like the moon. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, don't encourage people. We'll, we'll just Photoshop in an angry Joe Colton who missed out on the October Guard exclusive after flying coast to coast pregnant. Right. Oh, distinct mm. possibility, but I, I somehow don't see that happening. But um, I'm just going to make this one. That's it for Community Calendar. Community Calendar. The four or five. Yeah. She knows. I particularly like you doing an Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, impression. That's pretty good. But uh, remember, if you have a show that you'd like to uh, like us to plug on Community Calendar, and I, I, how could you not? Hmm. Uh, be sure to send it to the email you see there on the screen. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Um, don't send it to our other social media because I can't promise you I'm going to catch it and and remember to get it on the program. Always send to the email if it's something you want to get on the program. Always send to the email. Send, sending things to Mike's personal Facebook page is a sure way for me to forget it. <laughs> I promise you that. I just it, That is a guaranteed way for me to lose track of it. And because, um, yeah. You never look at your brother's Facebook. <laughs> well, I mean, Rob doesn't have any social media. Uh, so I'm anti-social. He is, he is absolutely a shiftless layabout in regards to show prep. Um, but my, my friends don't text. They always use Messenger. So if you send me something in Messenger, it's going to get buried in a hurry. Hmm. And I just, I, I, I don't have, I don't have the kind of free time to go sifting through everything to. Wait a know. minute. I text you. Yeah, you're like the only one though. <laughs> oh, I just thought I just thought I fell outside of that friends range. No, you're just you're just a weirdo. Yeah, I don't Which, trust me. I don't trust Messenger. 
which you know, t- Tuesday after Tuesday evenings are proof of that. You're just a weirdo. Yeah, but, fair enough. I mean, my my feeling on it all is, if Facebook really wants to know what I'm talking about that bad, frankly, it's their wasted time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that bit after 9/11 when they're like, "I think they're listening to our phone conversations." I'm like, "God, I hope so." Right? <laughs> they're going to be bored as hell, but come on in. Right? Like fa- Facebook listening in on my conversations or looking at my IMs is kind of like my revenge for Facebook. <laughs> I guess. So you turn on the farm report on the radio and just let it play for a few hours while you leave the room. Right. Uh, good live live chat still going on about different types of butter, so I'm glad we set them off down that path. <laughs> a greasy dairy rich path. Uh, that's a good time. God, 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 love them. I. I as, as time goes on, I think I understand our fans less and less. But whatever. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate you watching us on Facebook tonight. Uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Uh, it kind of helps the, the algorithms go over there. We love little huggy guy. If you're catching us on YouTube, uh, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, share us in all your 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 settings and all of your 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 social media circles. And your subreddits and your thises and your thats and stuff that I don't I don't understand. Look, I would so much rather have the chat talking about butter than you know the normal nonsense that's going on in most chats on most other shows. So. Right? Or have I mean, your live streams? Yeah. If if we're watching Mark's show on Sunday nights, we're probably getting the Russian chat bots. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Not the only. Uh, uh, or the Deutschland so, Uber Alles bots. Not the yeah, not the only show to be fueled merely exclusively by bots, though. And what's the name of that show again, Mark? I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, my show? <laughs> I thought you meant that other show. Can I say the name of the other show? No. <laughs> it's right show. on the it's right on the tip of my tongue, which I'm, ain't easy if you think about it. But I'm, I'm giving you the, the opportunity to plug away, Mark. Plug your damn uh, show. Yeah. yeah, but hate's better than love. Hate lasts forever. Uh, yeah, check out the Eternal Baseball Podcast Sunday nights uh, on YouTube at 9 o'clock Eastern. The very best baseball ever. Unless it's the game Rob and I did, which was hella boring. It was kind of a dull game. <laughs> it was a dull game. <laughs> That's right. But it was a good show. So yeah. what do you say we do the news? Oh yeah. That actually played. I it just I hit the button and it just everything. It did play. It played, but then you were you were uh, muted for a second when you came back. Okay, yeah, because it just it just it everything stopped, and then it finally played, and was like, I don't know when that actually happened. So, uh, just so the fans know, if the whole thing goes off the air, we're probably not coming back. His <laughs> problem. Just yeah. I, I I have my phone nearby. I'll be sure to take a picture of my my laptop as it sits in smoldering flame. <laughs> Uh, yeah, remember to hit up that coffee coffee link down below because Lord knows it might be time to just upgrade some equipment. Right? There's only two kinds of coffee. Water nearby. Only two kinds of coffee: black 
and the link that gives us money. <laughs> so we're getting a lot of black coffee then, huh? That's what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, we're we're kind of kind of dry on both. First news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, we talked about him a minute ago, but uh, After Action Report does have a new project on Kickstarter. Uh, we talked to Roger and Greg Augustin a couple weeks ago. And and the After Action Report command files are funding on Kickstarter through April 15th. This is volume one. These are character uh, profiles of all of your favorite Joes and Cobras across, well, uh, the volume one of Joes, across various media. It's just an attempt to kind of draw it all back into one source material. Uh, an ambitious project, to be certain. Uh, but they are funding on this for another week and a half or so. We will probably talk to at least Roger again before this is done. So head on over to Kickstarter. Search After Action Report, and this will be the project that comes up for you uh, and get that done today. They are about 80% of the way home. Uh, we're kind of in that, uh, we're kind of in the, the, the slow middle part of the campaign, so it hasn't changed much since last week, but it'll get there. So uh, pledge on this one with confidence because it, it should make it fairly handily if, if, uh, if, our, if our knowledge of Kickstarter campaigns holds any water, uh, this one should get there pretty handily. $20,579 as of this moment. And that's on a, a $25,000 goal. So it's right about the same place Ooh. it was last week. But uh, yeah, so keep spreading the word. Um, this is not an expensive book by any means. So just the number of, the more copies they move, the more likely they are to to make the make the, the campaign goal and, and get this done. And start thinking After, about volume two. Right. Right. After action report command files, volume one. Next news item. Boo, boo, boo. All right, a little showmanship there. There you go. Hey, I'm not the understudy for nothing. <laughs> also on Kickstarter, it's creating G.I. Joe volume 11. Uh, funding now through April 18th at 3 a.m. So call it the 17th. Sure. Tax weekend. Right. Yep. Phil, you gonna you you gonna pay them this year? Or? Um, I already submitted this weekend, so mm. they're giving me money back. Nice. Oh, <laughs> no more prison time for Phil. <laughs> That's right. Catch me if you can, IRS. <laughs> Fool you once, shame on me. Fool you twice, shame on you. Fool you three times, and you're Phil in federal taxes. That's it. I got that same guy Capone used. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, eventually he's gonna turn and squeal. Says uh, I like the Philip guy. Finally, someone with some Joe stuff in the background. Yeah, I'd hate to have have my entire value to my own show dedicated by what I've got in my my background. I, mean, I got yeah. something. Look, <laughs> I got. I'm surrounded by Joe crap. It's just not right. Behind. There's Mark's a wall. Got a super Joe shirt in the background. That's right. It's an external wall. It bears weight. I got He's clicky got clicky pens. pens. Those are load-bearing pens. <laughs> I got a, I got a human hair on my microphone. We yeah. hope it's human. We hope it's yours. Right. It, it seems to be mine. It seemed was the correct length and color to, to be mine. <laughs> okay, good. I believe uh, it was uh, a Klingensmith birthday this weekend too. So I, I think so. I, I I don't know. I can't keep track of that stuff anymore. I think it was. 
our our uh, our other brother Jim, his birthday was on April first. So happy birthday to Jim! Ooh, was that rough growing up for him? No, not really. No. All right, April. I Fools. never i I never liked April Fool's jokes. It, it, we are not practical joke people. Like we're 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 a funny and family wide. We're we're funny people. We make jokes. We crack wise. We are not practical joke people. Okay. Not not. Uh, not not in our repertoire. We are too direct in our in our tomfoolery for that sort of thing. Uh, those are load bearing pens. Could be a t shirt. That's I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> could be a t shirt. Now that now that uh, it seems to have have some legs. You're welcome. <laughs> But uh, I, I have to say, I, I, if I had the opportunity to have something in my background, I, I would. Yeah. There's just only so hey, many. It's a small. Not, moment. There's only so many places we can we can podcast from. Not to hassle Phil, because Phil's my boy. But if you're judging the quality of your podcast host by how many toys he has set up behind him, you're doing it wrong, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's, that's like a- the, that's like the I'm gonna do a podcast der, starter kit. First, yeah. set up every toy you have behind you, and then maybe they won't notice that you don't know what you're talking about. I think I think that's not talking of- about you, Phil. I'm talking about other people. But that's not every toy. I know. I'm not talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> I'm not going to rip you to your face while you're here. I would never do that. You'll rip him to his face, just not on camera. We'll do that next week when he's not we'll here. On- <laughs> when I'm in the chat, that's when they do it. Phil and I have never disagreed. Not ever. I don't think. So, well, I don't like pineapple on pizza. So, oh, oh well, okay. There we go. <laughs> you don't like pineapple on pizza? I do not. Oh, good. <laughs> it's abomination. Oof. It's a crime against the laws of God and man. Ooh, ooh. Weber, do you have a, a retort? I, you know, and I know I'm in the minority, but yeah, I'll take a little ham and pineapple. I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. I blame the Canadians myself. Yeah, I love jam on pizza, but pineapple is can go right to hell. <laughs> I'm all alone. Right, right to hell. That's fine. Phil doesn't like the chest cut. Nobody likes the chest cut. They've just gotten flea trained into it. Right. It's it's it, either we're gonna get um pretty good looking Joe toys. That have the chest cutter, we're not going to get them at all. So that's it. You don't like the chest cut. You're just willing to accept it because it gave you toys back. Right. And I say we can do better. Demand Agreed. better. Agreed. They just can't. Do, they can't do better on the licensed ones. So they don't want to. They don't want to do something better for GI Joe and make those other properties jealous. They want to get. They want to give it the best articulation possible, and then spend more money on secondary items to cover it up as best they can. Right, and when I say they, I mean pretty much every toy company out there. There's a discussion here to be had, but I don't want to do it tonight. We got to get to it. it. Is it about the brutal pineapple cut? Wait, (laughs) apparently, there actually is one going on. What have we done? (laughs) Well, we've moved off of butter and now we're into pineapple on pizza. Do you like butter on your pineapple? Uh, Nick Adams says it's delicious, but he's definitely allergic to it. But that's what EpiPens are for. All right. Nick likes to live dangerously. 
right on the edge. That he does. I can just see Superhead chasing him around with a pineapple when they were kids. <laughs> you take it back. Away. You take it back. That's why I had to pick up the chair. <laughs> Try to come with a recliner. I think uh, tor uh, Torpedo 83 has the most salient point here. I'm trying. It's coming. Fair enough. There's there nothing Hawaiian about Hawaiian people. Nothing Hawaiian about it, no. All right, fair enough. Don't talk it, was, about, it was invented in Canada. Don't don't <laughs> talk about pineapple to the Hawaiians. It's a sore topic. <laughs> sore topic. Don't do it. Next news item. Boop, boop, boo! And uh, we talked to Darren last week. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Force is still live on Kickstarter. You can pledge now through April 25th. <laughs> Uh, $50,000 goal here. They're about halfway home. I got to go look. Whatever gets me that purple gradient ninja. That wave He's... four is calling to me. Oh, it's a, yep. yeah, that wave one purple gradient ninja. I'm all over that. Uh, just over $28,000 with 20 days to go. So still plenty of time there. Off to a good start. And a nice low funding goal. So again, continue to spread the word. Spread our video around from last week. Uh, let's get folks talking about Legends of the Hidden Force uh, and get this fine project off the ground. There we go. Yeah. Yo, Legend Hidden Force! And, uh, yeah. Uh, Doug Dello apologizes to Phil. Didn't want to put words in your mouth. I was just stirring the pot. Well... Keep everything out of Phil's mouth, man. Come on. You don't know where it's been. He can't be right. He's just a baby. <laughs> Pretty sure it's been in the ad at popcorn line at Disneyland. Just, <laughs> just saying. The ad at popcorn bucket. It's over there. <laughs> it's it's sitting on the proton pack. Actually, no, it is not, but there's an Ecto one sitting on it. There you go. I'm close. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my toy ESP is rusty but functional. Bill is a is a man of of little focus. He's got to put he's got to keep all his toys behind him. You see, because there's nowhere else to store them. Just out outside of the frame here, right? Hmm. I got to get more of mine A frame so I can prove that I'm a real host. I mean, you you did um, you did used to be the did used to head the brand at Hasbro, right? Yeah, in what we like to call the golden year, right? Two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. You did spend some time working Transformers too, right? A little bit. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is it, hard, people don't remember that though. I don't get a lot of credit for those times because I was buried in money. <laughs> you like Transformers? Yeah, name three of their albums. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, like the early, I like their early stuff three of their b-sides i was bus busy helping to run a, a, a successful local club and convention so i got, <laughs> I got nothing I don't, I don't know anything about any of this stuff you know me measuring us by how much we've gotten our window behind us which is the stuff you're not supposed to be looking at anyway that's how we wind up with crummy shows like we <laughs> That's why we have shows that nobody's ever heard of that, that have five and 6,000 followers that people go and they watch and they 
they sit and they'll watch it for an hour and they'll have no idea what happened at the end of it. And and we're making shows, we're making t-shirts about almond milk, and we've been doing it for 12 years. Who knew? <laughs> substance, people, substance. I tried to see how long I could go without blinking. <laughs> Not very long. No. <laughs> Sorry, I just caught that. I hope it's just um... It bounced, it bounced around a little bit. Sometimes it'll get you. On that. It rattled, rattled around a little bit. Then, yeah. oh. It's like Pong. <laughs> Tank Pong? Sure. Doot, 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 doot. Hey, Mezco uh, put up its pre-order for its 112th Storm Shadow. And boy, howdy, it's a humdinger. He's kind of loaded. He is. Uh, this doesn't even show the weapons. Uh, it's got uh, Nunchaku... Throwing stars with throwing star effects. Bows and arrows with the quiver. Uh, it's got swords. It's got sai. It's got hand size. It's got all kinds of stuff. Uh, $95 will get you the everything, uh, including a, a $23.75 non-refundable deposit. But look at that. Seven sets of hands. Yeah. Two heads. Preppy popped collar. Small price to pay, man. He looks I think terrible. Storm Shadow's getting a little handsy. No, he is. He's got a stand. He's got a little. He's got a little support thing where you can make it look like he's jumping. I mean, it, it, this is this is good stuff. I I, it, I don't know if. I mean, I I don't have ninety five bucks for it, but if you like high end stuff, this this seems like pretty good value for your high end stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can pre order this at mezcotoys.com and that is available now. Uh, expected shipping in the fourth quarter of this year. So you're not yeah. even you're not even gonna wait forever on it. Suppose we'll, we'll see if it got there. Right. You can put, yeah. You, yeah, you can put it right next to your snake eyes. Knock on wood. Yeah. But he looks great. Like, yeah. Shame to cover up that Cobra logo, but yeah, I mean it's Storm Shadow. It's kind of optional anyway. Right. I suppose that's true. It's not really that important for him because it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. You feeling evil today or not? Ah. Somebody really annoy you by putting a billy head on there. Mm. <laughs> mm. That gets him back out again. Billy's just a shh rip off anyway. I said it would annoy you. Not that it was a good head. <laughs> But uh, Matt Rubin with the realistic stance. Uh, this is Mezco. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, Firefly notes that Storm Shadow looks ready to be sassy at the mall with that popped collar. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. It's not just a popped collar. It's a popped hoodie. He's just showing sassy off. He is a mall ninja, that is. Right. <laughs> mm. I like my mall ninja sassy. There we go. <laughs> hey. No, I'm ball, you, missed, no, I'm ball ninja snake eyes. There you go. <laughs> missed missed opportunity for an '80s film, mall ninja. Mm. Right, we, we we have two distinct portions of the news this week. We have Kickstarter portion and we have uh, pre-order portion, and so this is the the bridge into pre-order portion. That's a next news item. Do 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 do. Hey, look! On April Fool's Day, Super Seven punched out. Uh, this pre-order for the Cobra Escape Pack, which Racktime Rob called on the fly. Big win right here. More credit. More credit. 
needs more toys behind him before I believe him, though. Ah, that's true. But anyways, it's got Cobra Commander as the old lady. It's got uh, Baroness as the nurse. It's got uh, uh, Destro as the city worker. And it's got $65 of Mark Weber's money. I'm... Look, the Cobra Commander does nothing for me, right? But we, but we know what you're buying this set for. I'm buying it for Tollbooth Destro, baby. Like <laughs> <laughs> that figure is fantastic. Yeah, it kind of is. I never thought I would be less interested in a nurse baroness figure. <laughs> Just <laughs> it ain't doing it for me. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I would love to get Arthur's feedback on City Worker Destro. <laughs> Because they'll either love it or hate it. I, I imagine that if if he remembers the context for it, he'd probably love it. Yeah, I, th- I think so, but I'm not sure. Uh, that would be my guess. If you reminded him of when this showed up in the show, I'm, I think he'd probably enjoy Don't, it. Well, nobody tell him. Just next time he's at a show, just somebody bring it up to him and let's get the straight, unvarnished uh, response. Because hopefully it's on tape, and if it's, what the hell is this? We can play it forever. You just, you just want to see people melt down. I just, he's, he's just awesome. Especially the fact that the construction helmet isn't bigger than the metal mask it's supposed to be sitting on top of. Well, um, I mean, Sunbow did always kind of play that Destro mask. Like it was, it was a skin tight jobby there. It was like, yeah, like he just he, shaved and spray painted his head or something. It kind of had lightsaber rules, right? Like what do we need it to do today? Yeah, right. Okay. Fine. But yeah, he's it the only make, one with with a weapon. It would so. make the, it would make the clang sound when somebody tried to punch him, or if he got shot. Every so often, at Destro would take the laser blast off the helmet, and it would just ricochet. Hardest head in the world. Right. Yeah, but that's the win of these three, like no doubt. I would like to point out, I got a shipping notice on this today, so as a very short pre order window. Whew. All right. Pay attention, wow. Mezco. So yeah, it's uh, sixty-five dollars. It's pretty close to being in line with the the other Super Seven reaction offerings. And I suppose if you're a completist, this is a, a it's a nice little set. It's cool. It's, it's fine. It's harmless. If you don't like right. it, don't get it. Right. Just a, I, I drives me crazy. You see, really, really niche kind of collector items like this, and people just freak out over it. Yeah. You don't buy it if you don't want it. It's fine. You, nobody, nobody's gonna think you're any less cool or any more cool if you buy or don't buy or any. Eh. Also, the argument yeah. is the, the usual argument is they made this instead of this. Uh, Super Seven's making everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Super Seven has no filter. You know, they're just. Uh, Josh Dolder asks, "How many companies have Joe figure licenses now?" And I All believe that answer is. Yes, that correct. Thank you for taking my punchline. Everyone but Mattel. <laughs> All of them. And you know, they might. Yeah, they might. They they might bear, just... bear this making me look tan. That's hard to do. <laughs> well, she's Eastern European, so. Right. <laughs> right. I guess technically so am I. So. All right. She has a complexion of Morticia Adams. <laughs> That's not a bad comp, actually. <laughs> Cobra Commander's a redhead. Who knew? But, uh, next news item. Do-do. 
Hey, more Super 7 news. This is from earlier today, so thanks for that, guys. Uh, but <laughs> Ultimate's Wave 4 was was uh, some images were released. So we finally know who, who's going to be a part of this now that they've got their other waves slowly making their way out to the general public. Uh, but Zartan, Gung Ho, Stalker, and traditional Black Suit Baroness are making are, are, are filling out the ranks. Uh, they will retail for about 55 bucks a piece. And pre-orders on them will start tomorrow at all of the usual spots. Uh, Entertainment Earth, Big Bad Toy Store, etc., etc. Uh, Phil, who's your winner here? Um, for me, it's, uh, it's tough to pick because it's like a toss-up between Baroness and Zartan. But I'm going to give the edge to Zartan just because that's the design. I always kind of picture Zartan in my head. And we've never really gotten that figure before. It's never quite been right. I do wish, though, he had the backpack and the mask. All right. Racktime, Rob. Look at all the little cartoon throwbacks that the Baroness comes with. Yeah, Bar Baroness is, is my winner. If for one reason, the Rattler pilot helmet head is fantastic. I love it. Um, now you need to scale Rattler. Right? It's got <laughs> how many sets of hands there? It's got the O de Cobra. Um, perfume bottle. It's got the, got the the conch shell, the seal of Alaska. Right. I mean, just so many, so many of those wacky Baroness episode, and she tended to have some really strange spotlight episodes. Um, it, just the, those weird one shot things. Like Stalker's pretty cool. If there's a Stalker moment to be had, they've got they've got the accessory for it. Right from the the time bomb that he's blowing up in the opening sequence of that first show and the jetpack and the, the laser pistol. And then he's got all his, his different, uh, submachine guns. But, um, uh, my complaint is with gung ho. Um, they, they didn't pack baby. I mean, how do you not pack baby? Nobody puts baby in the pack. I'm just Wait. saying. They should have packed you know the broken one. Right. They they could have given him the normal laser rifle from the cartoon, and then they could have given him the dented one from the mass device. You know? Oh. Oh. But uh, yeah, Michael Gene Fleming has the point to these ultimates for me, too. I think I, I avoided getting into it because I didn't need another scale. But Gung Ho is my favorite character. I think I'm gonna have to get him. He's nice. And provided they roll out one of my absolute favorite characters, I will be indulging on that one too. Yeah. So I, I absolutely hear you on that one, uh, no question. But uh, yeah, Gunk, if you're if you're if you you're in for one, and that's your guy, you, yeah, you got to get him. Yeah, like I didn't, I wasn't going to get in either, but I was going to get a bat because they announced the bats first, and now he can be the leader of my classified bats. But these are really good figs, and the packaging is phenomenal. Yeah, and that, now that Wave One is in folks' hands, they they did not fumble the ball on these. Like we've heard some bad, some bad press on some of the other Ultimates lines. Um, there have been some misses in some of those, but none with the Joes. No, really, the Joe ones have gone over well. I think it's super interesting that they did a more accurate, not dead on accurate, but more accurate tattoo on Gung Ho's chest. Like, it's not bad for an UGA, so. Who's your winner out of this bunch, Mark? Uh, Zartan. I think Zartan's fantastic. Uh, something's just a little bit off on the Baroness. I love all the, the chotch. It's fantastic. 
but I don't know. It's a second barrenness that I've complained about. Maybe I've just got high, really high standards for uh, for the femme fatale. I don't know. But they're all good. It's a really good wave. Although I would like a little camo on the bottom of Stalker's right leg. It looks like they ran out of paint, kind of. Yeah. That's that's the animation model they're going off of. It yeah. kind of is like that. But um, but there's there's not a lot of like there's. I'll bet you even the animation model has a little bit more camo going on than that Stalker does. But that's okay. Hold on, hold on. I can bring one up. <laughs> he looks like he looks like C-3PO, kind of right with the one weird leg. Right, like these are mock-ups, so it's okay. I, I'm sure it'll the actual product will wind up being at least a little different in that regard. But uh, but yeah, that figure six pack notes the little toy Wolverine that Gung Ho comes with when he uh, yeah, that's that's a fun that's a fun little include there. Yeah, and down the road twenty years, that'll be a hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> I Just like imagine it. trying to get the tow hook for the tow cable for that one. Right. I was uh, going to re-release the tow cable. I did Zartan. My, my one complaint of Zartan is there isn't enough of, uh, like, there's nothing about him that says, I'm a master of disguise. Hmm. You know, there's there's no dumb mask. There's no makeup kit. There's no, you know, none, none of it, right? So, I don't know. It just, it. I don't know what else you. I don't know what you take away from that to to make it that your includable accessory, but whatever. Anyhow, uh, so those are uh, pre-order tomorrow, and they'll get sent to you. I don't know, two years from now. Seems legit. So it's that it would be that would be on pattern with the wave one. So, anyways, uh, next news item. Do do. Oh, that, that's, that's the last news item. That's uh, just a reminder that uh, the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast proudly presents Chonky Tank Kitty and his mailer tank. And uh, we have, we'll have some news from that, uh, from that uh, little niche area of G.I. Joe that we've helped create, uh, hopefully in the coming weeks. They'll keep us posted. But uh, for a little take, before we get to tonight's main event... Uh, let's go ahead and hear from a, a brief word from our, our friends at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. As always, you can find them at 1060 West Addison Street. <laughs> Stop sending people to Wrigley Field. No, oh, sorry. I finally get to close a window, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm how how my guy. laptop will run right. <laughs> Or not? Sorry, I got to, I got distracted by a by a question in the in the the live chat. So I, my apologies. But anyways, uh, we we got a lot to cover and not much time to do it. So let's get right into the definitive GI Joe character tier list for 1989. Feel you gonna hum us a theme song? Uh, make sure it's public domain. The answer is no. <laughs> All right. 
There we go. Nope. Uh, not not many in years past, but uh, um, animation starts to become part of the equation again. As as uh, Operation Dragonfire doesn't does include some of the characters that we will see tonight, and it did help out in some regards. So uh, let's let's get right to it. Uh, first up is the Arrow Viper, and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just drop him right on the private line. Yeah, yeah. Any, any no, uh, I, I think uh, what would have worked better is if they had shown him without that helmet, because that means that it would have been uh, the Steven Seagal Viper, right? Which would have been awesome. Or secondary military, secondary military specialty: eating fudge. <laughs> Look at that guy. I'm pretty oh, sure no, a, there is a ponytail coming out the back there. Pretty sure. Sure, why not? Can't hurt. Hey, I'd accept an argument for uh, this sort of viper. Oh, look at that. The Zoro Viper. Zoro Viper. <laughs> yeah, the helmet is such a miss here because I love that he came with a helmet because so few Cobras did. Right. But to have it just be literally monochrome, like right. uh. Yeah, they gave him they gave him a really interesting head and then covered it up with this just gold blob. Yeah. So, just yeah. a little bit of death. And then gave him the weird looking plane. I like that plane. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of of what is the vapor or what's it called? The condor. The condor. condor. Right? That's the condor. That's the bomber. Two planes in one. Yeah, it I looks it. it looks good if you keep it together, but if you split it apart, you're like, why? None yeah. of those pieces look airworthy. They should crash. That's not a good look. Keep it together, you'll be all right. So up next is the Alley Viper. And uh Alley Viper, I mean he's a troop builder. Uh, he's great. People love him. I think that, I think looking cool got him onto the corporal line. But yeah, yeah there's never been an alley viper that did anything past no. be be an infantry guy. So uh, very cool. Don't get me wrong. We love alley vipers, but in terms of the overall impact to the brand, yeah. I think corporal is where they top out. That's a low ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I, most of the, most of the cobra. Uh, most most of the Cobra troop builders have wound up like the the A list Cobra troop builders have wound up on the corporal line. Yeah, I think the Crimson Guard was the only one that escaped that, and it's because we had some some very specific examples of important characters that were CGs. Mm -hmm. um, but, but past that, I think Corporal's about the best they did, and, and Alley Vipers right in line with your your bats and your Vipers and your your blue shirts and so on and so forth. Arguments? Nope. Nope. No. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Annihilator, and I'm just going to go ahead and and put him on the private line. Um, yeah. I kind of like those guys. I like I like the little helicopter pack. That's oh, very Destro. It's but, such uh, a mi missed opportunity, right? Yeah, it really is. This this guy in Grenadier colors would, would be have fair. been yeah. choice. And and the club oh. did that later. Yeah, but this eighty-nine take is is ooh, he's mm. tough. He's a private either way, because again, zero impact. But yeah. uh, but ooh, that 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 purple and orange getup. I tell you, eighty-eight. The eighty-eight iron grenadiers. The, the the ferret looks good, and of course, the iron grenadier soldier looks good. And that that color palette had a lot to do with it. And then they never went back to it again. Right, right? crazy. Uh, next up is backblast. Um, 
who again we, we like backblast he, he got a couple moments in the comic book i guess um but uh we'll we'll start taking arguments here phil what do you think i don't know if i'd rate him higher than a corporal and that's mostly on the strength of the accessories he comes with because there's a lot of interactivity with the figure but like impact and animation or comics is it, it's not very high <laughs> yeah I, i'd say negligible um and, and it's not like there's this crowd of folks out there that just scream for backblast like he's not he's not some super popular for unexplained reasons type of character either um i i don't i don't have him on the corporate line i have him as a private too mark I mean, I would love to to give him more pub because I always had a soft spot for the actual military looking guys and, and gals. But he right. didn't Again, this is not a statement on how good or bad he looks. Yeah, he just right. he I mean, never short fuse. Yeah, he didn't have any, didn't have any impact. Yeah, good looking toy. Yeah. Uh, neat idea, cool stuff, great gear. Uh, yep. absolutely a non factor. Yep, he's so. private. That's all I need there. And then uh, up next is this dude in the green helmet. Is that countdown? I forget. Help that's, me out. Uh, that's countdown, but that's the wrong countdown. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, what I, are you I, doing? I'm, I'm, talk about I'm talk about twisting the knife. <laughs> so I think. Damn, that, that was that, that was cold. That argument makes itself, doesn't it? I mean, somebody <laughs> talked me out of the private line for countdown, right? Uh, yeah, next no, up. He's, he's not, not even, even the, the best. astronaut people know. Yeah, he's not even the best countdown. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't recognize him off of the bat. This is the first year, by the way, where I start to have to check lists for names. Hmm. Like, I, I got most of these guys, but there's a couple of them that I just, I, I don't remember. Uh, it's, uh, that's, that's what getting old and aging out of toys will do for you. You have windows. So next up is Darklon. I really like Darklon. Sounds like you got something to say. I really like Darklon. He didn't do a whole lot except, you know, get blown up in the comics. <laughs> that was a pretty memorable scene when he, he didn't get blown up. up. He got locked in the freighter. What, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. He had one issue where he got spotlighted in special missions or something. And then. No, nah, it, it was like, I think like it, like issue 88. The same yeah. one they introduced Python Patrol. Right, or the one issue where they actually had Python Patrol. I wouldn't say introduced, because that, that implies that they showed up again. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Darklon had that issue, and then the one where he got locked in the freighter. So He didn't, he didn't show up the again. He was in Volkvokukukland <laughs> in, in, in the 94 when uh, Cobra Commander and Destro got brain, or brainwashed Destro again. Destro just kind of hits a button, and then a big rocket comes down on his uh, castle. Yeah. And he's just looking out his telescope. What's coming in on that? And oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That, but, hey, so he, that means he escaped the freighter then, didn't he? Yeah. And maybe escaped that too, right? Show me the body. If he's dead, yeah. show me the body. Uh, he showed up in the IDW Real American Hero series, so he apparently didn't die from that. He didn't <laughs> die from that either, yeah. So well, he's I, a, I, yeah, I'd, I'd give him a corporal line. He never... he. Like he didn't do anything past be tough to kill, but yeah, he's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> he's Rasputin. Nobody survived likes him, and he won't die. Survived his own bad fashion choices, so I'll give right. him that. 
Hey, for and, the waist up, he's great. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> and and not for nothing, but and maybe this doesn't matter. One of the best accessories ever, right? His gun is <laughs> badass, and nobody so much so that nobody else got it. It's like the one of the Excalibur weapons. It's so badass, like, I still don't know which way is up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's badass is uh no, I love it. I the beholder. I love it. <laughs> I like crazy. I like those solo guns that they never went back to, like interrogators claw thing, right? Or uh uh oh shoot, who drove the uh, hammerhead? I don't even know if I got that name right. The big uh, cobra amphibious thing, decimator. Yeah. Had that weird triple spear gun thing that was phenomenal. I'm all for lunatic weapons they didn't go back to. So I have so, dark line for life, baby. All right, so I, I, I'm going to slide him onto the corporal line. If that's based okay. on the gun, based on the gun. I mean, no, but based on, based, based, on, based on the fact that he kept turning up, we'll we'll give him corporal. He can't otherwise. Kill him. Yeah, right. He's just impossible to, to kill. Uh, next up, we got DJ. Ooh. And uh, like his uh, Battle Force 2000 brethren, the best thing he did was die. Right. He showed up in the issue. That might be he, the only thing he did. It is. Yeah, he, he showed up in the issue he died in. Uh, and and uh, there has not been any, any great um, inclusion of DJ in any further um, incarnations of G.I. Joe, so I think we're just going to go ahead and go ahead and pop him on there. I, his he, he legacy. Got less, he got less screen time than original characters they created to kill. His legacy for me cool is Reese. one of the worst peg warmers of all time. He was on pegs forever. He might still be on pegs. So yeah, bad. He's pretty. And he had a, a weapon, a unique weapon that they didn't go back to, but his sucked. No, they did. They did issue that like on some of the accessory trees. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so bad. Was it bright red? Yeah, I think yellow. bright red, bright yellow. Yeah, God, all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, he's DJ's, terrible. DJ's was red. If you check the thumbnail, you'll see it was red. He's the worst member of one of the most hated subgroups of all time. But he comes with a little antenna, <laughs> which you can get on eBay for fifty bucks. Or you can get down at Walmart, marked down to 79 cents, and nobody will buy it still. So up next in the, the orange bucket, which is kind of a theme for 1989, bucket helmets, is Deep Six. And uh, by default, that's an improvement over the 1984 Deep Six figure. Yeah. Because, hey, knees. <laughs> Elbows. Elbows. Hips. Um, you know, real real basic type articulation. Uh, I like the '89 Deep Six as a figure, and it's he. But he's one of those guys that the the 1984 version's a lot more iconic. Um, so yeah, he I kind of peaked in '84, <laughs> right? Like it was Deep Six was such a yawn in 1984 that, um, you know, he got good run on the on the Sunbow cartoon. But outside of that, you know, like the world was not clamoring for another Deep Six. But here he here he was again, and he'd come back a, again a th third time. But um, so I'm I'm not sure where to have this deep six. Where do we put he, the last deep six? Uh, I think we had him. He was corporal or sergeant. He was in that that range. Just because again, he had he had decent run on Sunbow. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and had a decent little run in the comics when the toy was on the show. Yeah. He's a corporal. You can't you can't yeah. make him a private. The name is too good, you know. But and but I hate had the original Deep Six a private. This is a better figure. <laughs> I hated I hated the helmet though. So lazy. Yeah. Right. Do yeah. something with the with the faceplate. Something. Even if they had just painted it black, right? Right. Or like, or, or blue to make it look like it's reflective, right? Just something. Just do something. It's so lazy. He he's I'll I'll put him on the corporal line. Yeah, that's fine. Um, up next is Dogfight. Bad McQuack. One of my absolute <laughs> favorites from, from the 1989 line. Uh, the pilot of the Mud Fighter. Um, another guy, he doesn't have a whole lot going on. Uh, Larry seems to like using him recently. Um, he had like a, like a special missions issue or two. Yeah, he, he popped up here and there. He, he I have the feeling that he's he was uh, modeled after somebody that Larry Hama knew. That that's my that's my what my intuition says. because uh, he seemed to get more run than most of these other jabronis that uh, that showed up for one issue and and never again. Um he's kind of not quite as wild bill though, right? Right. He's he, he's poor man's wild bill. Yeah. Wild bill. bill. Like Wild Bill is is a major, so poor man's Wild Bill still has some room for interpretation. Um, I mean, I wouldn't put him with DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a room with DJ, but is he really corporal? Mm. Uh, uh. Although I imagine as a roommate, DJ is pretty quiet now. Oh, oh, I found DJ a roommate. Just give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, DJ. DJ's got a lot of roommates. Yeah, it's everybody on Battle Force 2000. They're all sharing the same room, except for, <laughs> right? Except for uh, Dodger. That's nice right. little cozy one, it's a little underground. Yeah, <laughs> situation. Well heated. <laughs> well heated. Wow. A lot of nice handcrafted wood around. There you go. <laughs> so do dogfight is. Uh, not quite a corporal is what you're saying. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, I'm trying to help a redhead out and keep him away from DJ. But eh. you failed. Eh. Yeah. Believe you me, I'm not gonna die on the dogfight hill. So right. <laughs> he, looks cool. he looks cool, but he's ultimately got Ace's problem. We know him as a guy who flies planes, and that's it. And we knew that anyway. So yeah. okay. Uh up next is downtown. Oh God! The character I don't remember ever being in the comic. To quote and Butthead, I know for a fact was in like private. three seconds of the Deke cartoon. To quote Butthead, <laughs> "Oh no, oh no! Why is he wearing a sparring helmet?" I don't know. I. I he should have come, come with Big Bow in the two pack. Yeah, like he's a guy who, I believe, when they were. When they were designing downtown, he was originally supposed to be uh, short fuse, and they even That's used the rumor, that. Least. They even used that mold for a later short fuse when they did the the night force version in the two thousands. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 no good. There's, there's, he, the helmet. He, 
it, it's it's funny that he is Short Fuse's replacement because uh, he's the ultimate non-factor, much like Short Fuse. Right. So, anyways, up next, the weird replacement guys at this time. <laughs> right. They're, they're, this is another one. Of, like '88 and '89 are the two years where there's a couple of dudes who stand out, and there's a big pile of privates. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Now that we'll I've said that, now that you said that, I didn't think that one through. Did even you? worse. <laughs> big Run pile it. of privates running out of room on that private line. I, I <laughs> thought about Phil. It just didn't matter. Sometimes it's you just Lorena Bobbitt's patio. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, again, we used to live within walking distance of Joey Buttafuoco's garage. <laughs> There's pictures. There's pictures of us at Joey Buttafuoco's garage. I bet Lorena didn't date a whole lot after that. I'm gonna guess I not. can't imagine. I'm gonna guess not. I'm, I'm, I know I'm I'm mixing my my uh, my late '80s, early '90s scandalous liaison uh, news bits, but I, I just I, I had to throw it in there. Could you imagine if that if that happened now? They just close the internet. They just close it down. They just go, ah, we're we're down this week. <laughs> you know what? Maintenance. <laughs> and handle the traffic. Frag Viper's next, and the uh, Frag Viper is a Cobra a private. and a crummy that one at terrible. that. Private. Brought to you by Werther's Caramels. Yep, right. It's terrible. Like it's a it's a great idea executed t- tremendously badly. Yeah, it's that time uh, of uh, culture where they try to push high ally on all of us. All right, so now non-private alert, Nogahide. Uh, it's it's uh, an inauspicious claim to fame, but hey, it's a guy who got a lot of run on the D cartoon. I think that alone might push him up to sergeant compared to everybody else. I mean, hat. compared to this line, yes, he's he's. he's but uh, truthfully, just the amount of camera time might just that might be sergeant right there. They had to somebody had to be on Cobra. Um, he had and, a lot of appearances in the first season of Deke too, outside of the Operation Dragonfire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got a lot yeah. of camera time in Deke uh, because there just weren't any other named Cobras around. It was him and Metalhead and Cobra Commander, and that was about it. I had to bring uh, in Zorana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the occasional Destro sighting and the occasional Zorana or Baroness sighting, but for the most part, he was one of that big three. And um, he he's also one of the few named Cobras you get until they start making new Destros and Fireflies. Right. Um, right, uh, but uh, Matt Rubin notes... 11 figures in, and we haven't gone beyond Corporal until Naugahyde. You know, we warned you about this. Everybody out there who, who who just begged and pleaded, oh, you have to do this for every single year. And I was kind of like, well, I don't know how much later. <laughs> so, and everybody's like, no, you gotta, you gotta do it. And it's like, there's gonna be a lot of privates. They're like, you gotta do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here we are in 89, folks. And Naugahyde's gonna make fucking sergeant Unless somebody <laughs> somebody can talk me out of it, I mean, I he's a mercy it's, sergeant. It's probably prudent <laughs> just to leave some room on the bottom rows for the truly horrific things. <laughs> we got to wave him on sergeant because we can't see the other. Right, so we get into the. We 90s. still got to squeeze the wild boar in there somewhere. <laughs> we get into the nineties. We might need a sub private category. I need a, like a buck private category. <laughs> 
I like the, the, the potato the, peeler. I like that Rob just coined the term. We gotta squeeze the wild boar because it sounds like a euphemism, but it isn't. It's not. It's it's le absolutely legit. But you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So our first sergeant of the day is Nogahide. Sergeant Nogahide. Thank you very much. Sergeant Nogahide. Oh, master my sergeant Nogahide, perhaps. Uh, perhaps. But again, he was. Mm -hmm. He was a main villain on a cartoon series for a full season, and that's something. Granted, it's it's a, a terrible, terrible cartoon series, but at least it's not season two of D. <laughs> <laughs> season of the one is miles ahead of season two. <laughs> right. Season one, there's at least some episodes that are watchable. That's stepping over the low bar sitting on the ground. Right. That is that is that is uh clearing the Tim Roberts. Hit there. Easy. <laughs> We're going to get him to find you, Weber. Oh, keep throwing rocks at that beehive. See what happens. Good Lord. <laughs> he ain't coming for me, Weber. He'll come. He'll get, he'll go through you to get to me though. So he's, he's, he's not, he's. Go through us. We're giving you up easy. Look, I got no <laughs> idea, right? Last time I knew he moved out of Oregon somewhere. I don't even remember where he moved to. Um, no, no, no offense, Tim. Uh, Delaware. But I mean, he was fine. he was west last time I saw him, and you're Midwest, so he's probably closer to you than me, right? I live on an island. If he finds, <laughs> I live on an island. If he finds <laughs> us, I'm I'm gonna give him money and and ask for the film rights. That's what I <laughs> whatever. Hey, hey, I'm not gonna make him upset. Cost him a buck fifty and a pack of smokes. Oh, I think next. that's a, that's a trick. He's We're giving him gas upset. money to Rhode Island. <laughs> Up next is the Heat Viper, who I'm just going to go ahead and slide onto the private line. Oh, the there Heat Viper go. sucks. You ever wonder how many Heat Vipers they lose to people stubbing their toe against a, a table? Right. Or... right. Um, again, it's another good idea executed poorly. Um, I, I don't. I, I just. I. Purple and orange, man. What? I, Explain this to me, somebody. Did he come with like eight billion rifles? I don't remember. No, he came no, with a he bunch came with the big bazooka. Oh, the big, the gigantic. That's right. Yeah. The useless gigantic weapon. All right. And up next is this guy in the weird helmet who I can't remember. Hot seat. It's not Hot Yahtzee. Hot seat. That's, Hot seat. Hot seat. That's, not, that's not it either. That's Major Storm. So I'm just going to oh, go ahead and... It's supposed to be Hot Seat, the Raider driver. Either way, private. <laughs> private. Right. He sucks worse than the vehicle he drives. Wait a minute. Maybe that is Hot Seat. Hang on. That's Hot Seat. That's oh, Hot Seat. You got right. the green chest. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Major, Storm helmet, Major Storm's helmet took up the whole avatar. Oh, and he was, it was gold, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Major Storm's so this guy is Major Storm cosplay. Yeah, he's he, Major Storm was a not a bad figure with that terrible helmet. Yeah, yeah. Isn't uh isn't Hot Seat the first one who was full on gray? Yeah, yeah. He was like old man. Yeah, yeah. He sucked. <laughs> and so did his vehicle. It, that's right. He sucked too. <laughs> the Raider. We're so positive. We're so positive tonight. Okay. And the Raiders, so and the Raiders suck. So I, I, yeah. I made sure, okay now you're really gonna get lynched. <laughs> I made sure to uh to get get the headshot of this guy without his helmet on, so we could get the full, the full ginger glory. 
Yes. Of that, that action going on. And this is, uh, oh, hell. Oh, I got range. it. Ooh, ooh, long yeah, range. Jeff, That's it. Jeff Butler. <laughs> Hot seat was cool. No. What? No, he wasn't. That is incorrect. I'm, look, I, I'm not even I mean, compared dis- to Armadillo, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with Jeff Butler because I don't remember Hot Seat enough to know if he was cool or not. No. And that, yeah, and it's old man Hot Seat. That okay. in and of itself is its is its own damning with faint praise. It does Hot um, Seat hang out with Skidmark? Right. <laughs> they should have given him the last name Hulahan. That would have been awesome. Hot Seat Hulahan. No, because people remember Skidmark. Um, Skidmark had a better vehicle. Right. So we got long range and long range. that's long range. Redhead has some majestic flow going on. I will say this, unlike a lot of the, the Joes of this year, long range actually made it at the cover of a comic book. Mm-hmm. That he did. He is actually in the current last issue of GI Joe. Yeah. He is on that on that plane as it dives towards the hotel. Larry liked playing with him in the IDW run. He he did. He, he would show up a lot. So that gets him into a corporal, I think. And he was in Sigma Six, right? Just completely different. Yeah, <laughs> but at least they used the code name. Yeah, yeah, in so name only. Yes. <laughs> and he had oh. thigh high metal boots. Am I am I doing that just 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 to be a pal at this point? I think I'm, no, I just because we because we need the brother. room. We need the room. <laughs> You just give us another row. It's okay, Mark. You don't have to worry about that. Oh, okay. All right, good. Because there's uh, a lot of crap coming. Right. Up next is Night Force. Um, and again, we could have done each one individually, but that would have been a real waste of time. Uh, these subgroups are, are are fun, but there's no impact for most of it. I am going to go ahead and slide Night Force right on on the on the private line. Other guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although I do give them credit for being the one sub team that makes some kind of sense and makes some borderline bad figures tolerable, right? Yeah. Night Force Psych Out, so much better than Psych Out. Night Force Crazy Legs, so much better than Crazy Legs. Yeah. Like I said, like Night Force, I, you know, you find a use for, oh, Night Patrol. Yeah, cool. And then Python Patrol, although horrible execution, you like the idea. Stealth Troopers, but, you know. Right. There, there's a point to it. I'm, I'm not criticizing it. I'm not saying again, not saying this, this list is not about what looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not about how, how good the figure is. It's about the impact of the characters and the fact that nobody ever made an appearance as night force. Anything in any media says that night force is just a gimmick to sell more toys. Yeah. So night, night force is a private. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so night four, and then we got night viper, and uh, night viper is is um, I mean he's a corporal for being a cool troop builder, right? It's, it's also he's it's, made, go ahead, made quite a few appearances in the comic and did show up in Dragonfire, even if they showed up in the middle of the day. <laughs> right. I think there's an argument you made for corporal. Yeah, I I think just just the fact that they look neat. Um, it, it's kind of like the alley viper. They didn't really right do after anything. you said this is not about what looks cool. <laughs> but at the same time like there's a clamoring for night vipers like the f- the fact that enough folks like it for that reason and and the fact that folks to this day are asking for a classified night viper 
And, and, you know, like there's, I'm sure that's coming, but sometimes looking cool is enough, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it well, takes a lot. It works like for me. Dog, dog fight looks cool, but he's not, he's not a, he's not past a private, right? Anyways, you get what I, I'm saying. Like there has like to be, a, like sometimes, sometimes looking cool is what the groundswell of support gets, you mm-hmm. know, is, yeah. Anyways, it's the basis of that groundswell of support. I think that's what it is for the Night Viper and the the Alley Viper. I like the Deke episode where the Night Viper and Low Light had that uh, high noon shootout in the middle of the day. It was great. They should have more like that. Right. Deke didn't have a lot of uh, they didn't think differentiation so. in the troops. <laughs> no, they they they. they they really did love to take uh, nameless troops and treat them as individual characters. And somebody would just shout out, Hey, night Viper. And like the one night Viper would know that they were talking to him. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Anyways, next up is payload. Um, that like, this is the good, the good astronaut figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's payload. Private. And so I'm just going to go ahead and and drop him on here. See, Mark, the whole second line opens up, remember? Redhead. Just saying. Uh, Next up is Python Patrol. And you know what? He did get comic book appearances. Python Patrol did did make it into the comic and was one of the driving factors of Operation Dragonfire. So, while it is perhaps the dopiest of the gimmicks, no. <laughs> it it had the most points. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just arguing that Tiger Force is the dopiest giving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Forever. For right. life, as I say. All right. Fair enough. But I'll give you Python Patrol. I'm not fighting on that. Corporal? Yeah, drop it in there. Just yeah, to make Night Force jealous. Python Python Patrol vehicles look fantastic. Python Patrol figures. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. Copper Copperhead's taking that personally. I'll say I'll say some of those figures are okay. The Viper's Viper. good. Yeah. The Viper's good. Copperhead's good. The the one the the trooper Copperhead's good except for his waist. His waist is blinding. The troop the trooper slash officer looks good. The one that's primarily in the black uniform. Um, he looks okay. Uh, the televiper is all right. He's not that yellow shirt kind of goes a long way, but anyways, there's, it could have been done worse. That's crimson guard. <laughs> a lot of the good parts though. Uh, next up is recoil. No oh boy. And, uh, now we've got, uh, a guy who we saw him a little bit in Deke. Didn't we Phil? Uh, I'm not sure about Deke. I know he showed up. A little bit in the comic, but again, it's not much impact. Yeah, a lot of guys showed up once or twice in the comics. With his Carolina blue weapons. Oh, the weapon's so bad. And the Devo hat. Why is he wearing a Devo hat? I like the Devo hat. Because he is not men, he is Devo. I guess. That's why he has the digital camo. I I thought he was fantastic, other than the hat and the guns. You can replace the guns. But again, it's not about how cool he looks. So he's a private, isn't he? I, I would I think, think so. 
private. He's from, and his file card said he was from Fashion Island, uh, Washington. There is no wow. Fashion Island, Washington. It's it's Vashon with a V. So, just saying. And uh, now, as if sent from from the the heavens above to break up this horrible string. Thank God. Privates, it's rock and roll. Is there anything above general? <laughs> I mean, in comparison, field marshal, you know, but that'd be commander in chief above general, yeah. right? First or time, secretary, Army, we can go field marshal. First time around, we gave rock and roll what major? Yeah, is he, is yeah. he a sergeant or a major? I don't remember. I think he might have been a sergeant. I kind of, I think I argued major, but I'm pretty sure he's I a, did too. He's a this big figure, deal. I mean, this figure could bump up to a major, except for those. Dopey uh, Gatling guns. I, who cares about that? But yeah, you know the fact that rock and roll just kept showing up through the length of of GI Joe and printed media puts him in the major category for me. Yeah, he's one of the guys that Hama has decided is going to be, even if he's not one of the main players at the core story, he's part of the core story. Yeah, um, I, I, this is, I mean, and this is a truly outstanding figure. Yeah, so I I I'm good with him being a, on the major line. Sure, it's amazing yeah. how our standards slip as things go on. But um, but yeah, he's he's a major. He's not a general. He's not important enough for that. We've had we've had enough incarnations of of rock and roll, or enough incarnations of GI Joe come and go without rock and roll, and nobody really noticed to say that he's not just indispensable. He's not one of those key characters to the line but he's been a major part of major media so i think it makes him a major i like, I like everything yep <laughs> but uh all right i'll get my window straightened out here there we go uh next up is the scoop Oh no, Sergeant! <laughs> yeah. Sergeant Scoop, report for duty again. Scoop, Scoop was a, a part of be, though. Operation Dragonfire, and that was about it. Like past that, what did Scoop do? Uh, there was a good ep there was a good issue of uh, special missions. Yeah. Didn't they write him in one of the more recent bits where he like fell under the sway of Serpentor's cult? It was dark uh, as Cobra? hell. Yeah. Yeesh. Didn't it didn't look like this scoop, but uh yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say that scoop is is um you know he's kind of like he he's lightfoot's his older brother, but he's the slightly cooler younger brother. And so that makes him a corporal. All right. Because Lightfoot sucks and Scoop's better than him. That's but they true. look kind of <laughs> Lightfoot looks like he's cosplaying someone else, right? Like, just what's going on with you, man? Anyways, he's right? last. Like he's, he's trying a... to cosplay Batman and Robin at the same time. What a dork, Lightfoot. Next, we got the Slaughter's Marauders subset. I'm just gonna go ahead and and slide that up here on a private line. Yeah, they suck. great vehicles. I love those vehicles. Vehicles, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. They're but, just, they, but like Python Patrol, you look at the figures and ah, they're, they're dumb kit bashes. But yeah, 
That was the Sergeant Slaughter I had growing up, so I kind of liked it. But <laughs> sometimes some pit bashes are what it takes. The links and the what was it? A, it wasn't a paralyzer, was it? That was a Cobra thing. I don't remember. Uh, the, the big equalizer one was the equalizer. Big one. Equalizer. That's it. That 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 vehicle kicks butt. Yeah, I was a fan, big fan of both of those. And like another the links, armadillo. The links. I mean, you basically you look at it. The Mauler, the Mauler turret on the Wolverine. It looks like if it fired the cannon, it would go backwards, right? Uh, you know, Five hundred yards. <laughs> that's, that's an it's an escape vehicle. People use it wrong. <laughs> it, it's a vehicle just made to cover the retreat. Just that's it. Hey, uh, Tim Peterson's got a really good point over there about the Marauders' vehicles. Remember, I, I can't see the window, so you got to help. Oh, me okay. Out. Tim Peterson says the Marauders' vehicles were great because they left off the blue. Yeah, and yeah, they 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 stand the test of time because they in a toy box they just look like one of the tanks. So right. Uh, Michael Gene Fleming says Marauders Footloose was my first Joe. Sorry, wow. uh, this is coming from somebody who who really likes Footloose. And the original diaper. Footloose is a good figure, except for the diaper. Again, Mark, you just had, you you have no. No appreciation of the fine detail that went into his crotch. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> you are the crotch aficionado. I am the, the crotch on Joe on the what's on Joe Mine crew. I am the crotch master. I think you've looked at sixty-eight <laughs> beachheads for so so long uh, that 60, footloose gets you all hot and bothered. If we if we get to that point, I'll I will play the. I will play the bumper tag for that. But oh, we gotta get yeah. That done. Okay. Nice. All right. Snake Eyes. General. General. In, in, <laughs> in one of his one of his more iconic outfits. So yeah, we'll this is a good this is a good figure there. too. Top of the line. But bizarrely, he, never appeared in Deke. <laughs> that's all right though. That just means that. it's unsullied. He doesn't need right. that. He doesn't need that stink hanging on him. <laughs> we got Stalker. Major Tucker, uh, I mean, yeah, he, uh, he's he'll he'll this guy's right there with the original. In yeah. that, um, they he Stalker even got put in this outfit in in the comic book, even though he was running around in the desert. They dressed him in his in his yeah. tundra outfit because they also didn't New York City. <laughs> yes, also New York City. <laughs> but um, so I mean, maybe maybe the tundra uniform gives him extra protection against rats and urine scent, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? And Mets, and it's Mets not fans. mud on his boots. <laughs> I, I wish they'd have done more of this, right? Like a real desert snake eyes or another ar an arctic scarlet yeah. or something. I think right. this is a, gr a great idea and really well done. So I think right. Larry wanted that too when they first started introducing more characters in 85. Yeah. Yes, I think there's memos in that regard. <laughs> Uh, next, we've got the Target. Nope, I'm sorry. Your pre-order from Target has been canceled. I mean, I, I have to admit that I, I love the Target because he's just not good. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know which grenade is. Like the, whole, the whole point of this guy is to fly a jetpack as high as he possibly can. And, and then, then drop on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he's the cobra jetpack without the jetpack oh my god just i i mean that's that's amazing he's he was one of destro's guys yeah um i love him but he's a private 
You can tell um, he's a, a Destro guy because of the bright blue. That's that's a signature right. look. Right. <laughs> and then we got the Track Viper who drove the Hiss 2. And I'm just going right. to go ahead and put him on in there next to him. Cool gun. Come on. Yeah, cool. Hey, right. cool. Hiss 2 is a cool tank. Yep. A lot going for him. They didn't use him much, though. No, no. There's no you point know, he's okay. He's okay with it because I would have got him further away from uh, DJ. Right. And uh what is what's what's this guy's name here? Wild, Wild Boar. We're gonna squeeze Wild him. Boar. He drove the Razorback. He had that cool I got a pipe going into my helmet thing. What was that uh, supposed to be? Uh I, I think know. it was supposed to be like a cybernetic connection, but the helmet doesn't fit quite over his head like it should. No, and it scrapes his nose and his goggles like crazy, right? It's hard to yeah. find a uh, figure one of those in good shape. Yeah, the gold uh, flakes off when you look at it wrong. So, <laughs> as as does with them all. Yeah, and then we got Linchill. Great fig. Private. Private. He's not a ginger. He's blonde. And he's got his Arctic dragster. He's you, a dirty you can tell blonde. he's blonde because he's got the same blonde color for his hair, his and eyebrows, his, his mustache, and his eyeballs. He's got topside syndrome. I hate he's that. Got jaundice. <laughs> so bad he's a strawberry blonde he's got yellow eyes like god help um, me yellow eyes he's a title, Sith lord title of, fearless. title of fearless crappy it's definitive though I'm gonna go ahead and get this saved in there thank god for snake eyes saving the day I yeah. good I look last as night, usual, Snake Eyes rock and roll and stalker. Nineteen eighty eight had no generals. So this this right there. That, that yeah. Ooh. Go ahead, we'll save that. That is definitive. We got it done. Definitive. Shakalaka. Aren't you glad you were here for this, Phil? Uh, yes, I was indispensable to the creation of this list. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> I shaped right. all of your minds. Right. Uh, Phil, Phil was responsible for most of the photographs on on those. Uh, on those and the uh, ones I'm not around, responsible for, I just didn't get pictures of. There you <laughs> so... go. This list was like dinner at Denny's. The food is uh, bad, but you get a lot of it. Matt. <laughs> and... If you're at Denny's, just get the pancakes. They can't screw up pancakes. Yeah. Bedroom Mass is think. 17 privates the record. Maybe. I mean, can I task you with finding that out for us, Matt Rubin? We'll the beat only that one record. Who knows is Madeline Kahn. Yeah. We'll beat that record. I promise. If we do you. 1990. Yeah. So, 1993, uh, yeah. you mean. <laughs> well, uh, well, I think we'll beat it 90 and then eclipse it with 93. <laughs> I, I really You'd have to be digging through the commercials for any sort of <laughs> cultural I, I relevancy. Really, I really don't think we're getting to 93. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think we're getting to 90. Hey, quick question. Uh, is there, is uh, there anything uh, lower than private for Taginzu? Recruit. <laughs> uh, something e like one. <laughs> Boot camp dropout. Uh, Bart <laughs> notes that Denny's once screwed up getting him a bowl of soup. Huh. I mean, was there a thumb in it? What was what was up with the soup? They got him a Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden. 
Uh, Andrew Gaugan, uh, I miss Denny's. Nearest one is an hour away. If I wanted effing pancakes, I'd go to IHOP. Well, okay, fine then. Get, I mean, get there's the better super, places for pancakes too. <laughs> get the super bird. Knock, knock yourself out. Get moons over my hammy. You, you go ahead. You that go sounds right dirty. That sounds dirty too, but it isn't. It isn't. It is not. It is. I want boy. I tell you, the last time I had moons over my hammy, I was squeezing the wild boar for an hour. <laughs> so uh, I feel I, unclean. And Hans Chow notes uh, an important point. When all said and done, I didn't mind getting any of these figures when I was younger. And and true, true. Except, uh, for, except for DJ. Speak, <laughs> speaking as somebody who was around from the very beginning, these guys were starting to get kind of a minor league feel. Uh, but these are still good figures. They just weren't. You, you kind of got the impression that they were um, filling out the ranks a little bit. Like it, it just there wasn't a whole lot of new territory to cover, uh, and so if 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 you're not the first guy that does a certain job, you're not necessarily the most memorable guy. So, that um, there we go. Matt Rubin answering his own question. Uh, 1988's list had 18 privates. There were also more figures that year, so maybe we need to figure this out by percentage. Um, per capita. Uh, Jeff Butler knows there was a fingernail in my soup yesterday. There was a band aid. Sorry, sir. The Band-Aid was keeping the fingernail on. But I'm, I'm laughing because when you popped up the Yojo.com page and I said it was the coldest thing I'd ever seen, it's not as cold as Bart's line over there where he says, I have all DJs. <laughs> I have all DJs parts as a kid because he never got played with <laughs> I couldn't lose his weapons because I never played with him. <laughs> couldn't lose his weapons because they were day glow and you'd find them anyway. Oh, Dave Allen says we have to get to cesspool. That that sounds Do like money, sounds like money needs to change hands. I, I encourage everyone <laughs> if you want to get to ninety four, we got a coffee link down below. Maybe you got to start paying your way. That sounds that sounds like a dare that you know we shouldn't accept. That's what it sounds right? like. Ooh. These are these are starting like I think I think ninety will get a little bit of an upswing. We get a little bit of that dead cat bounce uh, because there was more going on with GI Joe and mass media. Uh, but but it starts to get real bleak real quick after that. Like we might have to do a one 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 of these where we just get a year where it's most of them are just immediately in the private pile, and if if they're showing up at all, they're at least a corporal. Yeah, and we'll be done with it in half an hour, and that'll be that. Well, this so one real, went kind of fast, <laughs> real quick. So, 1994 is so bad that the vipers that appeared in the comic book were always colored like eels. They couldn't even figure out what they had. <laughs> I'm just going to one more time let everybody Seagal bask, Viper. bask in the, the regality of Seagal Viper. Zoro. Oh, my God. Arrow Viper disapproves of your life choices. But uh, I, I, We don't have time to do a full hit of what we got in, uh, but I do need to get this moving. Otherwise, we're going to get a backlog on it. That says 67. That is three more than the last time we did this segment. I think I just knocked a whole bunch of crap onto the floor. But anyways, uh, 65. Their project just broke. Yeah, 65. <laughs> he's pretty normal looking guy. He's, he's got all of his stuff. He's got he's got all his man pieces. 
And his six, purse. His man bits. Is, is the same thing. Just he's got the he's got the replacement dark gray gun, which is fine. Uh, and then sixty-seven. He's he's uh, he's been through some wars, uh, and I got him because he was so inexpensive that he actually, like, I've bought all of the gear for a beachhead figure, and usually that costs about fifteen dollars. That ammo pouch, these guys right here, they're kind of expensive. Um, but this guy, with all of his stuff, with all of the gear, um, was far less than that. I got him for a song. Sometimes you just have to ask when when it says on eBay, make an offer. Or best offer. Sometimes you just need to make a bad offer, mm-hmm. and that might be the best offer they get. Uh, but he—he he not only is he missing his crotch, he's missing most of his right arm. Whoa! Lieutenant <laughs> Dan Beachhead. Yeah, night number sixty-seven. He's been through some fights. <laughs> Oof! But he's got all of his stuff, and uh, yeah. So I, I had to—I had to get that in because I know we've got some more coming in the mail. Uh, so we, we needed to show those off. And get them their moment in the sun, or else we weren't going to get to it. Uh, but we are coming down the home stretch. Phil, shout it out. All right. Um, as always, shouting out to my partner in crime, Patrick Stewart. He helps run the Articulated Points podcast with me over on YouTube right here. Just uh, give it a quick search. You'll find it. <laughs> we got the link down below, so you can go right there to the channel. You don't even have to search. Yeah, even more convenient. See? That's what we do for you, Phil. It's it's the what's on Joe Mind difference. (laughs) Other shows don't plug you like our show plugs you. Which sounds dirty. It's been the theme kind of tonight. What else you got, Phil? Um, For shout-out sets, just shout-out for the audience. Thanks you for uh, always being so welcoming to me and not, you know, pulling out the the pitchforks and torches. (laughs) The pitchforks? (laughs) Smorgas Jacob Birdie. So bitch for I start with a T there. I switched them up there. Okay. You know. Well, maybe not. They will be coming out with the pitchforks and torches, but that's what I got. Dave Allen has a good question, but that's a that's a better question for the mailbag. So send that in an email. We'll get to it in a mailbag. Uh Racktime Rob, shout it out. Uh shout out to the studio audience. Thanks for coming along. Shout out to the boy. Happy birthday. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Good. We're done talking to you. All right. Uh, Mark, shout out. Shout out to Joe Colton. Uh, cooking that baby. Keep it up. Uh, obviously, the, the whole community is wishing you well. Uh, and I, I'm a birthday guy. Happy birthday today. I know I'm going to get the ra- last name wrong, right? But it's Jesse Wittenreich, I think, who worked for the club and was the AV guy. And as a Hasbro guy for a little while. There was nothing better than having somebody who knew his stuff who would help you get your presentation rolling on time. So he was super helpful. Uh, and also many a panel. Absolutely. So kudos to him. And uh, Marauder Rubin's birthday today. So when he's not busy terrorizing Facebook, uh, I hope he's enjoying some birthday cake today. Right. I, I would I would give Jesse credit for saving our old Joe Con panels, but we never prepared enough to have stuff for him to save. So the one time we brought we brought visual aids, it was that creepy ass mask of Justin Bell. Mm. So there was, there was, I mean, if he had saved that panel, he'd have burned those things because <laughs> he just run up and grabs it. No. I think they've I still I think they're still haunting that hotel. Probably. 
Anyways, yeah, I, I would like to echo everyone's sentiment uh, on the uh, the live audience. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're catching us on replay, hey, thank you. Uh, counts just as much. Please, if you're watching us on YouTube, remember to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Hit that button down there. Leave us a comment down below if you if you agree or disagree with the stuff we talked about here tonight. Uh, you can always go over to Tier Maker. I think that's the the name of the site, and and do your own. Uh, tier list our our avatars are all there for all the years that we've done you can make your own uh share them with us we're we're thrilled with that uh we are here to build a community we are not here for the hype uh lord knows if we were here for the hype it would pay better than this does uh, i'd probably have more stuff on a on a on a bookshelf behind me if that were the yeah. case but uh anyways uh, uh shout out to joe colton and and to the wrist lock uh shout out to you guys to to our guest host phil uh, to Rack Time Rob, to the Honcho Mark Weber. Appreciate your guys coming in every week. Shout out to our good friend, uh, Brian Lower, HCC788, who, you know, leads off this Tuesday night of whimsy every week and and uh, plugs our damn show and then gets out of the way so we can we can do our thing. Um, Tuesday and, nights uh, is Joe's day nights. Right? I almost kind of worked, right? Yeah, I don't care if it did or not. I was just- <laughs> We're going to... We're gonna go with it. Good enough. Uh, look, it's a tier list night, so we're 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 already tired of talking. Tired and cranky. Nineteen eighty <laughs> was bad to us. We were. Anyways, and yet it's salvageable because you got stalker, snake eyes, and rock and roll. Right, it's just mm-hmm. all right. Hey, if the, and if they needed some 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 help, Deep Six is there for them too. Yeah, you to know. fight Sergeant Nagahide. Right. <laughs> And his army of worthless troops. Right. DJ turned traitor and they were happy because now they got to shoot at him. Again, if you're there were some there are some good figures here, just not not particularly impactful ones. Just not many of them. Not impactful characters. No, not many. Uh good 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 figures. Eh, characters. But hey, we had we had some fun. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, that's all we got. Go home. Go to bed. For your hosts, Phil Donnelly, Rob Irizarry, and Mark Weber, I'm Mike Irizarry. Be sure to join us next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, like our th- friend Vagon says, uh, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. We'll see you next week. Yo, Joe. Beer! <laughs>